WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. WebmasterRadio.fm presents CEO Coach. From funding the finance, set up the staffing. Our CEO coaches break down the art of business development from the ground up. Now here to get you started are the experts of online business startup, management, and development. The founders of Outlines Venture Group, Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy. Welcome to CEO Coach with me, Jillian Music. I'm the co-founder of Moz and my partner, Ann Kennedy, author of Global Search Engine Marketing and the president over at Outlines Venture Group. Together, we are serial entrepreneurs and we help companies to launch, grow, pivot, and thrive. You can find out more about what we're up to at outlinesventure.com. Hello, Ann. Hi, Jillian. How are you? Doing well, hanging out, and ready to talk about today's subject. We're going to talk about the most productive people and the stuff that they do to be productive. We talk a lot about productivity. We talk about uh, time management. But, you know, the more we go on about it, and the more I realize how absolutely critical it is. It's that 80-20 stuff. You know, 80% of what we do doesn't move the company forward. How do the people who are super successful focus on that darn 20%? So um, what do you got for us? Well, this is pretty cool. Um, We picked it up from Fast Company. Thank you, Fast Company. An article called Secrets of the Most Productive People, The Six Lists You Need to Make Every Day Productive. And this uh, comes from a book by Paula Rizzo, who is the author of Listful, I said Listful, Thinking, uh, using lists to be more productive, highly successful, and less stressed. And who does not want to be all three of those things? <clears throat> I think most of our uh, CEOs who listen to this uh, can really get into these topics. A senior um, health producer at Fox News, I would reckon that uh, Ms. Rizzo knows a thing or two about uh, stressful situations being in the news business and also about health. So we'll throw the link to the book up on our Facebook page. Um, so um, that and people let's can... also let's also throw a link to the Fast Company article, which was written by Stephanie Vozza, V-O-Z-Z-A, also quite a good author. Uh, I was quite impressed by the article itself. And, of course, she used the time-honored tradition of using a number of things that make you do something better, right? The six right. you need every day, you know, to make every day productive and so on. So very cute. Um, but uh, shout out then to Stephanie Vozza, and we'll put a link to the article as well as the book. We sure will. And I just want to point out that we frequently see things that Stephanie writes that we like. Maybe we should get her on the show sometime to talk about what she does. You're listening? Yeah. (laughs) All right. Okay. So, So here's the key is making the right lists and being strategic in how you use them. That's what uh, Rizzo says. Make the right lists and be strategic in how you use them. Let's start off with the obvious, a daily to-do list. Okay. okay, we all do daily lists. I mean, everybody makes lists. But the problem is you want to specifically target your list of your daily to-do list to uh, what you have the time and resources to accomplish. In other words, just a long list of everything you need to do is going to be overwhelming and you're not going to uh, be able to feel good or maybe you won't even be able to, to feel um empowered to actually work your way through it because it's an impossible task. 
The brain scientists, and we see a lot of information about this from um, people like John Medina's uh, Brain Rules, another great book. Um, they tell us that crossing a list, crossing tasks off a to-do list releases endorphins. So that's a nice thing. I have to think that winding up the day with a long list of undone things must have the opposite effect, whatever the opposite of releasing endorphins is. That's interesting, Anne. Um, as you and I were reading Brain Rules together, I was rather mindful of this idea that, um, you know, that we get endorphins uh, triggered when we tick things off a to-do list. But in terms of the opposite, of feeling kind of bad if it still remains on the list, it's intriguing. I think I find, you know, just empirical evidence here, that if more than half of my stuff is ticked off, I don't really feel awful about what remains so long as it's the killer pieces that I got done. So it isn't just about whether your endorphins are ticked off by having done a to-do list, but whether you've put the right things on that list. Oh, absolutely. And one of the things um, you just really brought up a a great segue into uh, timing. Timing is really important. And one of the things you should make your list at the end of the day before. So when you arrive in the morning, all those decisions are made and you have prioritized into um, you can hit the deck running and you want to match actions to your productivity levels. In other words, as you say, those killer pieces that require uh, more focus, you you uh, schedule those for when you are personally the most focused. Uh, that kind of varies. I mean, for me, it's later in the day. For you, it's earlier in the day. That's why we're such a great team. Um, but it's but you really do need to do that. Uh, is to is to look at what is your personal productivity style and make sure your list reflects the actions that um, are matched to that. Absolutely. Um, but again, thinking about that eighty twenty rule. What you put on the list is kind of that that secret sauce. It's not just that you have to make a to-do list. You have to make a to-do list that focuses, if you will, on that 20%. What will really move my company forward? Making strategic partnership phone calls and agreements. um, Let's see, uh, hiring somebody who's going to go out and make sales for you. Whatever it is that's actually going to move your company forward as opposed to, well, I have to email John, Jim, James, and Janie. Yeah, yeah, not going to happen. Outsource is kind of that next you know, bullet point on this list. And I think that's the perfect segue. Know what to outsource and know yes. to keep on your own to-do list. So what does Rizzo say about this outsourcing process, Anne? Well, it's consider, and this is uniquely appropriate to our CEOs and our founders in, in companies that are listening to this broadcast, are there tasks you can offload to someone else? Generally, they are administrivia or menial tasks, just because you can do it in a minute doesn't mean you should do it in a minute because all those minutes can add up to keep you distracted from the really important tasks that you were just describing that move your company forward that are the best use of your time. So I've struggled with that all my life. Me too. Right. This inability to outsource the little stuff because you can do it faster or you can do it just a little bit better. And just knowing that, I mean, I think Rizzo is brilliant about this, by the way, Anne. It says, am I the only person who can do this? That's right. Okay. I was in a meeting with a lot of uh, owners a couple weeks ago at a big uh, conference, PubCon, and 
Uh, Will Scott, who owns a big agency in New Orleans, uh, was responding to a discussion about some of the smaller owners there were saying, well, how do I scale up my company? And he said, without losing control, and he said, make a list of what it is that you do every day and then pull out the things that somebody else can do and the things that you don't particularly want to do and find somebody else to do those too because that will make you effective in leading your business and allow you to grow it. I think it's a very important uh, point to be made. I, I totally agree, and I think that one is absolutely brilliant. So when you're thinking about this idea of... So those I- are the daily what? operations type lists, and they're kind of related to the Pomodoro method of at uh, pomodoromethod.com or pomodoro.com. Um, you'll actually find... Uh, maybe we should take a break here and back talk about other lists that you need to yeah. be making. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at box speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Internet Marketing Inc. designs fully integrated digital programs that improve brand experiences and grow businesses through valuable data insights and strategy across all types of media. Paid, owned, and earned. Their digital experts nimbly adapt strategy by providing you a comprehensive view of your brand's online audience and program performance. If you are looking for a data-driven approach to online marketing and advertising, call Internet Marketing Inc. today at 866-563-0620 or visit internetmarketinginc.com. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to CEO Coach here on webmasterradio.fm. I'm talking with Ann Kennedy, my partner at Outlines Venture Group, and we're talking about the lists you should make every day and a little bit about what goes on to them. Uh, and we covered this daily to-do list, and we both agreed it's the 20% of the real stuff that you've got to get done that goes on that list. Let the other 80% go elsewhere. And the question is, where do they go? Um, you talked a little bit about how to outsource that stuff by asking the question, is this something that only I can do? So let's take it from there. What's list number two? 
List number two is creating an outsource list that you just referenced, and that becomes somebody else's to-do list. Isn't that a beautiful system? It just works. (laughs) So, and the the point of the uh, outsource list is that even if you can do it, and even if you can do it more quickly than anybody else, should you be doing it or should you be spending your time on the things that really move the business forward? Which brings us to number three, your long-term goals list. Again, brain scientists tell us that writing your dreams down makes you 33% more likely to achieve them. Just writing them down, giving them um actualized manifestation and also helps you hone them. And that sounds like really woo woo stuff. Okay. How do we know that that really is um, something that moves stuff forward? Because I actually agree with you. So I'm, I'm asking a leading question as in don't ask a question. You don't know the answer to. Right. (laughs) That's it. That's another good, good point too. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. Woo woo. It's not woo woo. It is the, the act of writing something down commits you much more to actually doing it. And I'm not talking woo woo stuff. I'm talking about personal motivation. Um, And so what's your answer to that? You said you knew the answer. It's very related. It truly is. Now, it's not just writing your dreams down, right? What we're saying is you're going to write your goal down, right? It's like, oh, I dream of being a successful entrepreneur. Yeah, you can sit around and wish and hope and nothing's going to happen, obviously, right? But if you set it as a goal, then you must do the things that people who achieve their goals do, right? And that's kind of cutting the wheat from the chaff. And I do think that's just the exact opposite of this woo-woo stuff, right? It's not about thinking, oh, nothing happens in the world, but it doesn't go through the process of thought, word, and deed. Well, it sounds pretty woo-woo, but you know what? It's absolutely true. You must think about something until it formulates in itself enough that you could codify it. In other words, you write it down, you draw it out, whatever it is, from back of a napkin to, you know, plans for building residences to whatever the heck it is, right? Write it down. And that's why you make that long-term goals list. If you don't put the long-term goals in, you can't put in the interim stones in which the short-term goals are now set to achieve that long-term goal. And if you don't write down the long one, those short-term ones that you do start focusing on often go off in left field and you never arrive at where you thought you were headed. You can't run a business based on short-term thinking. The object of your long-term goals. I like to think of it like taking a trip, Jillian. If we set out in the car from Seattle and we don't know where we're going, we're just wandering. If we say we're going to Portland, then we know where we're going or we're going to New York. Then we can plan the interim steps along the way. But if we just say, oh, we're going to do a crazy Ivan, you know, from Hunt from Red October, who knows where we're going to wind up? That may be an amusing way to have a vacation, but it is no way to run a business, no how. <laughs> Absolutely. So how do we know what, uh, you know what goes between those long-term goals, if you will, and everything else? And I think that um, list number four really does help to clarify that. And that's the pros and cons list, right? When you have large decisions to make, you want to have list number three. What are my long-term goals? Right? And you refer to those, and then you say you write down the pros and cons of making whatever decision it is that you're facing now in perspective 
when you have the long-term goal in front of you as well. The pros and cons list of any big decision is a critical process, again, to making good decisions. Um, it's about codifying it. Don't just think it through, write it through, whatever that takes. Even if you have to dictate it to somebody else because you don't type well or who knows what, right? Once you have seen it in the written word, it makes all the difference in the world. It means you can start drawing diagrams. It's why whiteboards are so critically important to the improvement of thinking processes for everybody inside your organization. So here's something that Rizzo points out about uh, your pros and cons list. Just because you have more pros doesn't necessarily that mean that that's going to be uh, the right decision, but it's the quality of the pros and the cons. But when you have them on the list, then you can examine them in, in light of the qualitative analysis, not just the quantitative. Absolutely. We could do a whole show just on how to do a pros and cons list. Um, and it does begin with, again, the qualitative uh, value of what sits on each side about the idea of weighting your answers, essentially creating an algorithm every time you make that decision, right? I've got six things on the left side, six things on the right side, but how deeply are they weighted uh, makes all the difference in the world. It looks pretty as a fairly thin thing that might get, you know, a set of one or two in terms of its weighting, but, um, you know, it's far too costly and we would have to raise money, thereby incurring debt and paying an interest rate of 15% per month on a whatever. Yeah, yeah, there's a whole nother game, right? And that one might get a weighting of 100, which just nixes the whole thing. Indeed. Then she also points out a really great way to use your pros and cons list is to put it aside and come back to it uh, maybe 24 hours later when you're fresher or maybe the next morning. Um, Sometimes you will wake up with a different perspective on what is on your pros and cons. There's absolutely brilliance in giving yourself time between the reviewing of a particular document and your final decision. And of course, we hear that, you know, in so many ways. I mean, don't send emails in anger. Don't, uh, you know, craft uh, uh, contracts without coming back to look at them the next day. The question is, why is it so critically important to give yourself space between, you know, step A and step B? And the answer has to do with a blink, which was uh, what Malcolm Gladwell wrote um, in order to, if you will, popularize this concept of giving your uh, subconscious a chance to operate as well as your conscience, uh, conscious self. So uh, knowing that you're going to need the time between the two, writing it down makes all kinds of sense now. This pros and cons list, the long-term goals list, all of that kind of thing, giving yourself the space to think about it and then come back to it ensures, if it's written down, you've ensured that the original statements have not changed. We play games with ourselves in our mind if we simply try to remember it. So write it down, go away, come back, review. All right, what's next, Anne? Everybody talks about this, and so many people do not do it or do it well. Project lists. If you're involved in in directing other teams or on a team of the project, you need to create a list of the tasks and assign responsibilities and deadlines or at least ETAs so that you can track whether you're actually making progress on the project. Um, There are a lot of online project management software. A few I know about are Asana, Basecamp, and Productive, which can support collaboration and keep everything in one place. And I really feel like I'm preaching to the choir here, Jillian, but 
I know that I've seen so many companies where this isn't done. And it's really important to use, to have a product list, have accountable uh, people for each part of the project to get it moving towards where it needs to go and to keep the communications clear and uh, collaborative. And email is not often the best way to do that. That's where these these uh, project management software bases come in. Right. So I say on your daily, what we're really saying is make a daily list, make a short-term or mid-level list, and a long-term list, right? The daily list is your daily to-do. And the outsourced list is even somebody else's daily to-do. The short-term or mid-level lists are these projects, depending on the length of them. And yes, using uh, software to support each type of list, if you will, makes all kinds of sense. So your short and mid-level list um, is supported by things like Asana and Basecamp and Productive, etc. Your daily list is supported by things like text, Twitter even, um, you know, Yammer, and of course, email. Uh, but don't try it for even the mid or sh- uh, level or short-term lists if you're doing a project. Anne's completely right on this. S- just screws things up when you try to manage projects via email. You have the wrong tool for the project. And the long-term list, of course, is your long-term goals list. So that's easy. Now, Let's keep going. Uh, We've got... uh, I think we need to take a break first and then come back with number six, which was a surprising one to me. So all you listeners out there, uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Reinventing keyword research, simplifying campaign optimization, redefining competitive analysis, SpyFu brings you an entirely new way to find the most profitable keywords for your SEO and PPC campaigns. New tools, new data, and a brand new look. We've streamlined SpyFu so that you can optimize your search engine marketing more efficiently, more accurately, and more intuitively. Visit SpyFu.com, that's S-P-Y-F-U.com, and start downloading your competitors' keywords now. Try it free. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to CEO Coach. I'm Jillian Music. The friend Ann Kennedy is here. We're talking about lists, the six lists that you need to create and make sure you have at your fingertips all the time. Number one is that daily 
to-do list short-term. Number two is an outsourced list, creating somebody else's to-do list. Number three is about the mid-level list, and that has to do, or excuse me, the long-term list, and that has to do with your long-term goals so that you can keep in perspective where all these short-term things are falling into place. Number four is a pros and cons list. Do we even want to do this project? And making sure that you've got it written down so you can think about it, talk about it, go away, and do it again before you make a solid good uh, decision instead of screwing around and getting out of your own path to your long-term goal. Number five is the project list. That's that midterm or maybe even short-term list, um, but it's not a today list, and it requires specific software like Basecamp, Productive, etc. And what's list number six? Da-da-da! Your talking points list. Talking points. Don't we do enough of that? <laughs> but do we keep a list? And you could make every meeting, every phone call that involves, uh, you know, other than just socializing, um, everything. If you have, if you have taken the time to jot down the things you want to cover, instead of getting all the way through it, hanging up and then saying, oh, wait a minute, I forgot thus and so. It's like going to the grocery store without a list and you invariably walk out without the thing you needed most. So the talking points list. uh, The talking points list are for all your phone calls, your meetings, any kind of gathering, any kind of conversation, right? Whenever you plan to do those things, make sure you've got a list of what you're going to cover. Otherwise, you're absolutely right. And you're running back to the grocery store because you forgot the milk. Indeed. And these, uh, if you keep it handy on your desk so you can jot things down as they occur to you, that's another good way to handle it. I think that although I'm not sure I'm comfortable with the image of walking around with this list in my hand on either, you know, a moleskin or a clipboard, God forbid, uh, you know, the, the idea of the uh, five minute stand up meetings, you know, and the short one on ones kind of thing, even then having this list of talking points will help you use that time uh, Productive, productively so that you can get back to uh, wow. all the things you well, need to do again, to keep the company the right moving. Thing. Right, and right? Yeah. Just the same thing, using the right tool. Remember, we talked about using email for your uh, daily list, using things like Productive or Asana or Basecamp, etc., for things like your mid-level lists and so on. Now, in this one, you were talking about your talking points list or your agendas, right? And agendas are really fairly well done through email, but you and I are actually using one right now. Our talking points list is held in the calendar of this event. We set up this meeting, right? Where you and I are meeting and having this conversation for Webmaster Radio here at CEO Coach. And we have our talking points list. It's our agenda. It's our outline. And so one can use your calendar to do it. You could use email to do it. Say we're going to cover these things. You can also use notes like um, things on your cell phone. Uh, Text is probably not really brilliant, but other things like, um, you know, a Dropbox type things, you know, they're certain useful or even notepad. So the uh, how you do it, whether it's in a moleskin handwritten or whether it's on an electronic device is hardly critical. Just make sure it has that, you know, temporary nature to it and you can quickly access it. And perhaps we leave the clipboards, you know, to the cruise directors, right? Uh, sounds good to me. Yeah. yeah. Never been a fan. Okay. <laughs> so what's your hottest tips, Anne, you know, from this collection of six lists? Uh, why don't you run through them one more time and then give me your hottest tip? All right. My, the first one is set your daily to-do list. 
specifically targeted to what you can accomplish that day. Um, and make that list at the end of the day before so that you're ready the next morning. The second one is an outsource list, the tasks you, that you can offload that are not the best use of your time. The third list is your long-term goals list so that you can stay focused on what your long-term goals are and all the interim steps that you will build in between to uh, reach those goals for your company. The fourth is the pros and cons list, critical for making big decisions. And the best use of that is to put it aside and come back to it um, when you have a little more fresh perspective. Uh, the fifth is the project list. And if possible, use a collaborative software to make that go. And the sixth is your talking points list. And I've just been through the six talking points for this episode. Um, my top tip, which I picked out of Rizzo's comments, is to set recurring appointments with yourself for the long-term goals list so that you actually make time to uh, sit down and review them and see what has already happened that you can cross off, what you need to reshape for the future, and which ones you still want to stay focused on. That will make you more efficient um, and also get you closer and get you moving your company closer to the things, to the place you really want to be. Okay. I think that's pretty hot stuff. I'd say that write and check your lists before you sleep is really important. I'd say offload almost everything. That outsource list is more critical than it sounds. Right? It just sounds like an extra one, you know, an offshoot of your to-do list. No, it's super critical. 80-20 is a really good rule. 80% of what you do doesn't move you forward. 20% is important. I'd say 90-10 is what cuts the wheat from the chaff and the men from the boys here. Right? This is where you find out whether or not you're going to be a really superior leader. You focus on 90, on 10% and let everybody else do 90%. That would be amazing. So make that a goal, right? An interim goal. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd say um, another kind of uh, little tip is keep them handy, whether they're on electronic devices or those cute little moleskin books or anything else you like, that's great. But I also like yours. This tip about setting recurring appointments with yourself to either review or update those long-term goals and to review and update those midterm goals that you've set in place, those milestones that are going to get you there. You can review them in light of experience of the ones you've already accomplished and decide whether or not they're really going to achieve what you want to achieve. And with that, we're going to wrap it up here at CEO Coach. That's it for our Monday. We'd like to thank our producers at webmasterradio.fm for their ongoing support. You can download these shows through webmasterradio.fm, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and so many other places around the web. You can find links to this show and more and all the references we've made to our articles and books at facebook.com slash CEO Coach Podcast. Again, facebook.com slash CEO Coach Podcast. Stop by, hit the like button so we know you're out there and tell us what would you like to hear on CEO Coach. Thanks for joining us. I'm Jillian Music with Ann Kennedy. You can find out more about how we help companies to launch, grow, pivot, and thrive at outlinesventure.com. Till next week.
This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.